Hello, hello, hello. We're just two normal dudes trying to live this Jesus life. My name's Josh. Hey, I'm Andrew, and we are this Jesus life podcast. Josh, my man, what is going on in your world today? Uh, Right this second, across the street, as I look up my my office window here, uh, there's, I think it's a ghost. Uh, it looks like a ghost in the window. Um, I can't see oh, any no. head or feet or hands. I just see a white nighty, for lack of a better term, uh, dancing in oh, the glass no. door window. Oh, there's a dog out there. That makes a lot more sense. Why aren't they letting the dog inside? Oh, the dog gave up. That's so sad. Poor dog left. So the ghost, I think, scared the dog. I think you, the ghost was just just teasing it. <laughs> That's a little bit too. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's here comes. Funny, man. Oh, it must have been a little girl. This makes much more sense. <laughs> I thought it was a full-grown woman dancing in a nighty. Uh, <laughs> but mom was much taller. So, that must have been a little girl. The so oh, little girl man. was teasing the dog and mom was like, "Knock it off. Be nice to Fluffy." Wait, what and happened? Came what came happened out. to the ghost? Was the oh, ghost involved oh, no. or was, uh, was no, it like, just a, it like was a little away. girl? I think it was just a little girl. Wasn't oh, actually a ghost. good girl. Um, but so the ghost wasn't harmful, obviously. Mm-hmm. No, the ghost or the dog wasn't harmful. Uh, <laughs> my, uh, my brother is on his way into town with his family uh, as we record this. And, and uh, we were talking, oh, that's where I was, t- I was, we were talking about um, my other brother, my stepbrother, his, um, birthday was on friday <clears throat> so the siblings were reminding each other hey make sure you say happy birthday um and i was like oh and by the way if if you also want to celebrate this is jack's gotcha day um, which turned into a long conversation about jack and i got him apparently march 10th of whatever year 2016 probably <clears throat> um and then my niece goes well i want to i want to see a picture of my niece is like Ooh, i should know this eight maybe if I'm wrong, I yeah, apologize. Yeah. Um, around that age, maybe nine. Um, wanted to see a picture of Jack, and then her her mom texted me back and just said there was a lot of squealing uh, and a lot of excitement, and the only thing she really said was, "Oh, he's so tiny." Um, and I was like, "Yep, that's about right. <laughs> that describes Jack well. Jack is tiny, nice. uh, and he has little man syndrome to the nth degree." Uh, we digress. I don't even know what we're talking about right now. I apologize. Hey, well, for all one, one thing I got to pause you on you, uh, when you started all of that, you know, and pivoted then to a ghost that maybe wasn't a ghost after all, um, no. you did actually start out and you say, you said, when I look out my bet office window and I'm curious, man, like, is your office actually your bed do you sit <laughs> on your bed <laughs> that would be nice. for all of um, your your office time yeah. in parentheses there's definitely <laughs> been times i've you know those covid years and working from home years there's definitely <laughs> been time where i've taken meetings from laying in bed no doubt about it <laughs> the comforter times yeah the comforter yeah. times but no not right this second I, I am in my office Right, my bedroom. Though, right. it would right, be nice right. to be in my Good. bed. Um, I feel like a nap yeah. this afternoon uh, is definitely called for. So that will be happening. It is the weekend, but yeah, I wish. I wish we could do more uh, bedtime meetings. That sounds dirty. I didn't mean it that way. I apologize. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but 
but yeah. Josh, Andrew. He's talking about Pete. Yeah. <laughs> All right, keep going, keep going. What, uh, what's going on in your world? Uh, no, no bedtime meetings recently. No bedtime meetings, um, no bedtime you meetings know, man, for you? In, That's sad. I'm sorry. No. I'll call your no, wife I and do tell have her to, to do. That. I work. Well, <laughs> okay. All right. Not for the podcast. When, uh, <laughs> when I. I do have to do, so I work on a team that's like from everywhere around the world. Our team is a global all, all around the world. And like, so when I have to meet from people or when I get to meet with people from Australia or the Philippines or a few other places like that, I end up uh, like, you know, pretty late my time doing those meetings. Um, so I guess in a way it's like bedtime but you know not that late more like 7 8 p.m eastern is when we do the meetings but uh dude i am getting our camper ready to sell um and that's because it's it's this massive massive pop-up camper it's really nice um but uh but it takes a lot of effort to actually get it ready to use once you get to a place um so we we're trying to get a, a camper that's like small but hard sided and like basically just pull it up, level it, and then uh, then go do your thing, you know? Because once you drive a bunch of hours with two tiny children, then you have to distract them for an hour while setting up a camper that could like cause lots of problems if they get in it too soon. Um, that's stressful. So it's like, all right, let's let's switch it up. So I've got, uh, I'm, I'm doing all sorts of small stuff to try to get that puppy ready to go. And uh, other than that, man, it's the weekend and I'm hoping to get some decent rest in on top of some project stuff. So nice. yeah, man, life's good. Nothing, nothing too crazy, but uh, it's spring over here and I'm pretty stoked about that. So yeah, man. Nice. Andrew. Yeah, dude. Andrew wants it like the second they get to their site, he wants it to be happy hour. Um, so like that's why they're going for a, a bigger ready to go yeah. camper. Yeah, so yeah. Happy yeah, hour could start gotta... earlier. <laughs> ah, that is like that's so far from reality. He's but looking I'm for sure. He's looking for a camper that has like a, a bedroom in it where he can like lock his children in with peanuts to keep them distracted. No so way! They could have, Stop they could it. have either. Stop it. They could have either. Uh, happy hour or bedtime meetings. Either one is is, uh, is doable. <laughs> uh, yeah, right. All of the models of campers I'm looking at uh, have bunk beds for the kids, which is cool. But there's no door to like separate no. the bunk bed. They're just like you can just get down out of bed and invade everybody's space as they do. But you know what? It's their camper too, so it's all good. Um, yeah, man. I do have my two-year-old running around at the moment. She, as you know, she woke up way early from her nap and uh, didn't quite foil our plan, though. We're veterans and uh, we're used to my children interrupting things as we go. So here we are, man. What are uh, what are we talking about today, my man? Um, not that important. Give me a second. I'm texting your wife. All right. <clears throat> I texted. What? Um, <laughs> I included you in the text. Uh, he has to go get his phone now. He's like, what did you say? I'm in so much trouble. Uh, we're in the middle of a series. No, no. I'll be right back. We're in the middle of a series. We're calling. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing at uh, his wife's response. Um, 
we're in the middle of a series called God is we're looking at different attributes of God and um, uh, how does that like practically affect our lives as, as followers of him or trying to get to the heart of who he is um, in relationship. So that's, that's what we've been doing. We've been covering a variety of different attributes or characteristics of who God is. You know, God is holy. God's love. God is just, he's faithful. He's good. He's on time. Um, you haven't had an opportunity um, to, uh, go back and listen to those episodes. They're all wherever you're listening to this episode. You can find those ones as well. Um, but we're going to keep this series going, and we're going to start digging into some of these these bigger, uh, hard-to-wrap-your-head-around attributes of who God is because they're just things that we personally don't relate to. Um, you know, Not that we relate to like God is holy from a... a grand scale like we're not holy in that sense but there's there can be aspects of our lives that are holy um you know god is love like on the grand scale sure but there's parts of those characteristics that we can relate to um and then these ones are are a little bit more difficult because they're they're not things that we as humans um can relate in from a characteristic standpoint <clears throat> so these are things like all powerful and all knowing um god is omnipresent meaning god is everywhere at all times um, all those aspects of who God is uh, that are just kind of a little bit more difficult to wrap our heads around. But that's where we're landing today. We're, we're talking about God is all-knowing or omniscient is is the deep theological term. Sorry, I'm laughing right now because there's a conversation going back and forth between Jana and Andrew. Uh, and Andrew's lying right now, so he can repent of those sins later. No, uh, I am <laughs> not. You turn. All right, keep rolling. Uh, <laughs> this this episode, let's just be honest, it may be all over the place. We've already talked about ghosts. Um, we've already talked about right. my tiny dog. We've already talked about Andrew's bedtime meetings that he's hoping to install. Uh, hey, you brought about, up the bedtime meetings, my friend. No, you did. <laughs> I didn't bring him up. You did. No. No, All I, I said, said was bed, I, I mean office window, and you got to bedtime meetings. No. I asked one simple probing question, and you went on a tangent about oh, how you have had some meetings from your bed through the COVID times. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. That's not how I remember it. Fuzzy um, memory. Who knows? Who knows? God not only knew this conversation was going to happen, he knew the details of all this conversation. He was also outside of time, so he knew it a long time ago. Um, since the beginning of the world, um, God is all-knowing. So, Andrew, let's dig into this idea of God is all-knowing and the effects that that has on our lives as followers of him. But what's your, what's your initial thought? Sounds good, man. Here? Well, uh, you know, we were talking about this a little bit ago and or before the show, and basically... Like, I'll just say a little bit of that. Like, it's, I think it's helpful to have a perspective that God knows all things. Um, because, uh, actually, one second, my friend, I gotta check on somebody being really crazy in the other room. I'll be right it back. Sounds like, and sounds like I will send died. it your way. Yeah, they're not. Um, they're just four and super dramatic that their door is closed. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to have a bedtime meeting right now. Um, yeah, God knows everything. And I think um, we, we can see a variety of different places where this is addressed throughout God's recorded word. Um, you know, John writes it in First John, and that God knows everything at the end of um, uh, 320. 
Um, we also see uh, Jesus talking about um, God and his relationship to um, creation uh, in Matthew 10. And I'm going to pull this first up because I want to read it to you. One second, folks. There we go. Uh, 10. Is out the 12. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. People, just hang with me. One second. Well, I take way too long to find the verses that I'm looking for. Take a listen to our sponsor. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form. And hey, do you ever get tired of hearing your own voice in your head when you're reading the Bible? Yeah, my voice is lame. I need a new inner monologue. Have you heard of the Dwell app? It allows you to have scripture read to you by a variety of incredible voices wherever you are. That's incredible. Now if it only had amazing background music to accompany it. Of course they do. The music calms the mind so you can remember scripture better. And you can impress people with all your Bible knowledge. My insecurities would flee before me. I will become the greatest Christian ever. You need prayer. If you haven't had the chance to check out Dwell yet, you can check it out at thisjesuslifepodcast.com forward slash dwell. We don't recommend things that we don't think are helpful. Um, and we think this is a great tool to help you um, spend some time in a relationship with Jesus, uh, digging into that relationship and digging into his recorded word. You can check out Dwell at thisjesuslifepodcast.com forward slash dwell. Sorry, man. You're good. I'm just trying to find a verse right now and trying to stall at the same time as people are just I hanging on, I think. Or they're just like, man, I'm just waiting uh, oh, for, sorry, for you guys. to find. Rough start. That one little, there we go, uh, Luke uh, 21. <clears throat> mm -hmm. This was the verse I thought I was finding, but uh, Luke 21, uh, Luke 21, 18 says, what is going on? 21, 18. Josh has never read the Bible 18. before. No. And it is taking a minute to get used to the like language yeah. and there's like numbers and verses and yeah, <laughs> different this is books. What happens when you click it's on very Google. Confusing. Uh, and it takes you to places that doesn't usually mm. take you to. Uh, BibleStudyTools.com, by the way, not a good website. Poorly built. And they're really in it just for the money because you can't go to this website without it drilling you with uh, ads popping up everywhere. <laughs> Uh, and that's annoying. <laughs> Pop-up ads suck. Everybody knows it. Stop putting them on your website. Uh, that's, fair. that's true. I can't find the exact verses, but I was trying to think of. But it's the whole thing of like God knows every hair that's on your head. Um, but not only does God yes. know every hair that's on your head, uh, he would know if a hair fell out of your head. Um, and I think, mm. I, I think it's a good example of like the details in which that God knows, right? There's nothing that gets by him. There's nothing that's... Um, uh, too small for him to know. Like God knows everything. And I think that's hard for us to to fathom or wrap our head around because like none of us, even if we're super smart individuals, none of us, yeah. none of us are going to hit that, that level <clears throat> uh, of, 
no. of detail of understanding. So it's like not even the vast things of how does the the world work and um, how did God create you know each element of it to interact with each other and um, you know what's being orchestrated behind the scenes and what yeah. is being allowed by the will of humanity. Um, all those different elements that God is is working all together that God knew all of these things and He's not threatened by any of these things. Um, that you know He is. Um, uh, fully in control. So when things don't go to plan, at least how we think they should go, like God's not, God's not shaken by any of that. Um, he's, he's bigger than that. And he knew they were coming. He knew how it was going to play out. He knew just to think of like a hair falling out of your head and the whatever 8 billion people that exist on the, on the, in the world right now, like that is a, that is a level of knowledge and information yeah. that is mind-boggling that God yeah. can know in this moment without breaking a sweat. Like it's just just mm-hmm. who he is. And I think that's the piece that's that's kind of shocking to me, um, or at least humbling to me to be like, man, like I think I know God and I don't like there's so little of him that I fully understand. Um mm-hmm. and and even have a, a barely a bit of comprehension around. Um, that God is even True. greater than those things. Oh no, those are my initial thoughts. What about you? That's good, man. And sorry, I had to step away. Likely will not be the only time, given that uh, the girls' nap times and quiet times are not working out as planned. But that's okay. Um, I guess God knew that was going to happen, even if I didn't. Uh, but hey, when I think about the idea that God knows everything. It is hard, like you said, kind of hard to fathom because it is so foreign to me, you know, like I, I know a lot about some things, but, but really nothing compared to what God knows. Um, but that's also okay. Like it, it's okay because like the maker of all things, of course, like has a deeper knowledge of all things than than the things that were made, you know, like we, we were made by God. Um, so like, it makes sense on a level. It's also relieving on a level because like, I, I believe God's will will ultimately be done. God's kingdom is here and coming, you know, like the things that are said in the book will come to be, um, God's kingdom is here now, but it's going to look different in the future and be here in a different way in the future. Like, there's there's things to look forward to in that and and it's also kind of comforting when like something terrible happens which hey if you want to find something terrible like open your news app right now and i guarantee you there's something terrible <laughs> that's happened in the world that you can read about right now um when something terrible happens it's like it's usually always surprising to people and it's like it's not good i'm not saying celebrate that but um, celebrate when bad things happen. But at least we can take heart in the fact that God already knew it was going to happen, and um, you know it's not like it's not like it caught him by surprise. So that's at least good. Um, we talked last episode about how God can like turn what was intended for evil and use it for good in our lives, and and part of that is probably because He already knew it was coming already knew what we would think and how we would react to it and already had a kind of plan in mind of how that would be used for his glory one day, you know, and in, and in some manner, um, even if we can't see it in the here and now, which we often don't. Cause like, 
we know a little about a little. <laughs> we know a little about the space we're in and the places we are and the time we're in. God knows all things about all things, which is mind blowing, man. So, um, but the the questions that come, I think, most naturally to me about like, all right, God knows everything. Um, like the questions that I've had in the past are like, just realistically, like, why do I pray then? Like, why should I pray? I remember thinking about this because I grew up in church, but I, but as you know, like I really, really came to like trying to be in relationship with God and in pursuit of God when I was, uh, I was about night, I was 18, almost 19. Um, when, I, when I kind of had that happened, it was, uh, December. And anyway, um, like I won't go through the whole story, but that's when I was like, all right, I'm going to take this thing seriously. I kind of gave God, God an ultimatum of like, I want to not live a fake way. I want to live either 0% for you, or I want to actually live fully for you and 0% for things that, that aren't you. I'm not perfect. I've never lived a perfect life since that, that day. Um, but God did do some things and, and allowed me to see like, yeah, come after me, like spend your life dedicated to me. That's the right thing to do. Um, and I did, uh, I'm, I'm trying to each day. Um, but he knew that moment was coming, uh, and he knew all of that was, was coming, but it's still been a huge journey. And one of the questions, uh, that I wrestled with before that moment was like, well, why should I pray if God knows every thought I've had in the day and every action I've taken and every thought I'm going to have an action I'm going to take? Why even tell God about it? You know, and that was maybe more like me when I'm being a cynic, you know, if I think back on it now, like being cynical about it of like, why does it even matter? Um, he already knows. I'll just say like, thanks God for knowing. Amen. You know, <laughs> like, um, but but as I think about it now, like my answer to why pray is because God designed us for relationship with him and with one another. Like that's that's how he made us to be. That's how we best function. That's how we should function, you know, is is in relationship with God and one another. But we don't do that if we just treat God as the silent partner who knows all things and occasionally we ask him for a favor, you know, or something like that. Like, I don't think that's the the type of relationship God desires from us. So anyway, man, like this, this head knowledge of God knows all things can send you in strange places. It could send you in like, well, if he knew all that evil stuff was going to happen to me, or I'd make this bad decision or whatever, why did he let me, you know, it can send you down that road as well. Um, not trying to take us on too many tangents before we even get into some of our like verses and stuff, but those are my, my first thoughts is like, I knew this for a long time growing up and the head knowledge allowed me to maybe like get too heady and maybe even a little bit cynical about faith because I wasn't ready to take relationship seriously, uh, overall. So yeah, yeah man. And I think that's, that's a good reminder too of, um, you know, we can't just take one characteristic of who God is out of the equation of who God is and, and not allow all the elements to play into it. Right. Like though God is all knowing, God is still just, God is still holy. Um, God is still love and God is still full of grace. <clears throat> like all these things are still true of God. Um, even in the midst of him all knowing, 
Um, I, I think, <clears throat> I think one of the big like practical pieces of takeaway for me is, as you kind of think about this idea that God knows everything, you know, and he's known everything mm-hmm. since the beginning of time. Um, uh, what's the verse Isaiah, Isaiah 46, nine and 10, you know, remember the former things from that, from those of long ago, I am God and there is no other. I am God and there's none like me. Um, I make known the end uh, from the beginning, from ancient times, uh, what is still to come. I say my purpose will stand and I will do what I please. Like this piece of like, God knows my life um, and all the details of my life uh, down to the smallest of details that, you know, when I lost certain hairs off of my head, uh, which is mind boggling because I don't even know those kinds of things. Um, Hmm. You know, from the day I I took my first breath and he knows until the day I'll take my last breath. And I know I'm, I'm personalizing a lot of that and there could be dangers in in putting yourself in the story that way. But um, like, I'm just trying to present like God knows all these things. He's not surprised by anything. Mm -hmm. He's not surprised by the evils that showed up in your life. Uh, And he's not surprised on the ways that he's going to redeem those evils for, for his purpose and for his good. Um, Or I should say for his purpose and for your good. Um, Like he's, he can get you out of it. Um, so I think there's a comfort in the midst of all that, that even when I look at life and I'm like, man, I, I, I can't, uh, I, I don't know how I'm going to get out of this one, or I don't know how I'm going to overcome this, or, hey, this keeps being a thing that keeps coming back that I keep having to wrestle with, um, all those different conversations. Like, and, and you start to let hopelessness start to seep in where you don't feel like there's a way out. <clears throat> like maybe you're in a situation, I've been in these situations in the past, where you're like, I don't know how it gets any better. Um, like it's always going to be this way. I feel hopeless, powerless. I, I don't feel like I have voice, all these different things. Um, but I think we can take comfort in the fact that God's not surprised by this. He's not surprised that you're struggling with it. He's not surprised that, um, you know, you're, you're starting to feel this way, but even in the midst of those things, we can lean on him in relationship and let him be our source of all those, like all the things that we need, the comfort, the the yeah. peace, the patience. Yeah. And I think there's a piece of that. I think the other side of this is like, he, he can be trusted. Um, he knows all these things. He can yeah. work things out to our good. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we talked last episode that God is good. Um, I think it was last episode, which is weird because we just recorded yeah. it. And yeah. for life me, I can't remember it. Um, but <laughs> we, uh, uh, we can trust him in that, that he's, he's going to work it out. He's not surprised by this. Um, and nope. it's not bigger than him, whatever the circumstances are. Um, and we can rely on him and not saying that he's going to fix it the way we want him to fix it. Um, but he may give us a perspective that we didn't have before. Um, he may give us a comfort that we didn't have before. And he definitely has the knowledge, um, that we have now have access to because we're in a relationship with him to get to those places that we need to get to, to overcome. So I think there's a piece of that too, that, that we could just trust. Like he, he's trustworthy because he is all knowing he is full of love. He's, all caring, you know, he's just, he's holy, all these things, you know, create a, um, a picture of who God is, who, who ends up being extremely trustworthy. Um, and that's where our faith comes in is trusting that God is in control, that God isn't, um, absent minded, that he isn't, um, um, uh, whatever another word would be for absent minded that I can't think of off the top of my head. Cause, uh, my brain is fried at this point. Um, but there's this piece of like, we, we can rest in that and that's okay. Um, and I think too often we think our problems are bigger than God, um, that God yeah. was surprised by them, that this came out of left field because it feels that way to us. So it must have came out of left field for God as well. Or, you know, this evil that's now affected my life. 
um, whether by my decisions or by the decisions of other people. Um, you know, where's God is the question that comes into this. And God's in the midst of, of, of these things. He's trying to bring darkness to these dark places. Um, I should say he's trying. He's in process of. Hmm. He doesn't try. Yeah. He does. Yeah. But, um, but there's also... Yeah. 50 other things going on in this world um, that he's also working out um, for for the best of those who love him and working out to his plans and purposes. Um, and in yep. the midst of that means you may have to go through hard times. You may be touched by evil, um, but God isn't like, just because that is true doesn't mean that God isn't caring, that God isn't present, that God didn't know, um, I guess is the point yeah. I'm trying to make. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, a couple Bible verses, um, and I probably should should go fairly soon because the girls are being insane people um but you know this well, is your so fault this could be a because you let the peanuts yeah. run out when you let the peanuts run i out, let the peanuts run out dude falls those are the best surprise snack diversion snack for them possible i did it was my bad i let it out yeah. and i didn't pick it up last andrew's, week at costco andrew's new Should've. fun game is to throw the peanuts and they like fetch them <laughs> It's weird, but no, <laughs> you turn. Not true. Not true. Uh, no, I give them a little dish and make them sit on the couch over there and eat them, and they love it. Um, all right. Um, Revelation one eight says, "I am the Alpha and Omega, and the Omega." Says the Lord. That means beginning and end. Um, who is and was and who is to come, the Almighty. And I was, as you were saying that, I was thinking about that. Uh, it was a verse I'd planned to share here, but I was thinking about it because, you know, God is and was and is to come. You know, like he's he's been here the whole time. He's been present the whole time, and he's coming in a new form later, um, in a form we'll see and feel in a different way later. But um, all that to say, man, like, yeah, God God allows us to live in this realm and and I think, you know, if you look at all the things that Jesus taught that were recorded in the New Testament, um he taught a ton about uh not worrying about the future, um and a lot about essentially how to be present in right now, like how to be aware of what God might tell you to do in the right now. And he modeled a lot of that. And a lot of the way he modeled that was by going away on his own, even in the midst of all the ministry duties and responsibilities and demands he had going away in the middle of the night and and praying, spending time with the God, with God um, to get kind of his marching orders, his assignment, his all the things that Jesus needed to do what he needed to do. He needed time with God. Um in my mind, I think Jesus knew a whole lot more than you and I do. <laughs> I think he probably had levels of insight into all the people that were around him all the time. Um, I think he knew what was coming. Uh, I don't think he had a normal human brain like that. Uh, but who knows? Like, Bible isn't clear on that. We'll know someday. But even with that, he still is like, no, I'm going to spend a lot of extra time going away in silence and solitude and prayer and fasting, all the things that are, are awesome things for us to do now, um, he was doing then. You know, he modeled it, and he knew God the Father in a way that we don't know um, yet. Um, but yeah, man, like, maybe I'm going on a tangent, but just to say, 
he modeled uh, not worrying about the future and he modeled being yeah. present really well. Uh, and, and the way he was present was he would actually listen to people and then he would also step away from the crowd, step away from the scene of whatever was happening in his ministry at the moment and spend time with God so that he could remain in action in the right ways. Um, yeah, man. I think too, like I, I think of two stories. One, uh, Jesus has conversation. I'm pretty sure we had to cover this story on. We did. We covered it during um, when we looked at the different interactions Jesus had with with different people. But uh, he has a conversation with a woman at the well, and in the midst of that conversation, because he's all knowing, yeah. right, exposes her sin. Um, and I think it's it's a good reminder um, for us that like God knows how you've wronged Him. He knows how you've sinned against Him and sinned against others. And then I think so often we try to flee God in the midst of that. And we try to hide those sins in the midst of that when like those things are all exposed before God. Um, and instead of running or fleeing, um, trying to hide or, or to live in shame, like we should be running back to God because he already knows. Um, ask for forgiveness and move on. Um, the beauty of, of what Jesus did on the cross, we now have access to this grace we didn't have access to before. Um, so there's that piece of like, God knows um, what's going on. So like, let him be the first place you go in the midst of those things when you realize it. And then the second story um, was uh, Lazarus story. If you don't know Lazarus story, sorry, let me Google this really quick. Uh, Lazarus story, John 11. <clears throat> uh, Lazarus is a friend of, of Jesus's. This is where, you know, the shortest verse in scripture is, is quoted. You know, Jesus wept. He was weeping about Lazarus. Um, but yeah, you know, he, Jesus gets word and I would assume Jesus probably knew, but Jesus gets word that Lazarus is, is dying. Um, and instead of dropping everything he does and traveling the what, 25, 20, 20 25 miles yeah. uh, to where Lazarus was, yeah. it took him three days. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. and I don't know about you, but like, no, if dude, it was, way dying, less. it was like, it was like eight miles. It was like, like eight miles. If my friend was dying yeah. and I knew it, like, and I could do something to help, like, of course I'd be going. Uh, but this is that piece where like, God isn't, God isn't one bound by time. God isn't, you know, bound by the laws of, uh, that we're bound by in terms of the laws of physics and laws of life and those types of things. Um, and you know, Jesus knew how the story ended. Um, like he wasn't wasn't stressed about it. wasn't freaking out about it. wasn't like, Oh my goodness, yeah. my friend's going to die. Like he knows, he knows how it was going to end. And if you continue reading that story, Lazarus does die. Um, and then Jesus, re- yeah. you know, raises him from the dead, uh, which is mm-hmm. mind boggling in itself. Dude, I was reading this morning in my time yeah. with Jesus acts, uh, shoot, where was I? Uh, X 20, X 21, somewhere in there. <clears throat> um, and it's when Paul is preaching like late into the night um, before he leaves town um, and everyone is, is gathered around and someone falls asleep in the window and then falls out three stories and dies. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy Paul story. Dies. Yeah. Paul goes up to him uh, and in this moment raises somebody from the dead uh, like mm-hmm. it was nothing. And his response was, oh, yeah. guys, it was fine. He was just asleep. What? Yeah. Like. Oh, I don't know about you, but that's crazy. <gasps> uh, Didn't take like, he wasn't yeah. like, look what God has done. He was just like, there's other more important things we need to get to. This is taken care of. Let's move on. He was just asleep, guys. Don't yeah. worry about it. My and God. he's like, you, you bro, you can go sit back in the windowsill, but watch right? yourself this time. Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't sit. <laughs> Be careful. Sit with You and I both know what Protecting you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Crazy, crazy story. Sorry, that has nothing to do with Lazarus' story. I was just like, Paul raised someone for the dead and it didn't make a big deal out of it. Um, 
but yeah. here's Lazarus, like <laughs> Jesus knowing how Lazarus' story is going to end, mm-hmm. um, and it's going to end for Lazarus's good and for the good of those around him. Um, and even if Lazarus' story didn't end with Lazarus coming back from the dead, like there was still good that God could have found in the midst of this and brought people to the good. Yeah. Um, so it's that just bringing it back to that piece of like, you know, even when things get hard and get worse and like shoot going back to, you know, Acts and reading through Paul's story and all the, the hardships and the stoning and the whatever else was thrown at Paul, the amount of time that <clears throat> he was thrown into jail. I, I think we get at the beginning of the stories in our own lives and we start to freak out. Um, they're like, it, it wasn't supposed to go this way. They weren't supposed to riot. They weren't supposed to attack me. They weren't supposed to hunt me down and try to kill me. They, like, God, this wasn't supposed to happen this way. Um, and God's like, the story's not over. Like, it's still going on. It's okay. You can trust me. I'm not surprised by any of this. I knew this was going to happen. Um, and not only that, I have a plan to overcome these things. And I think there's that piece that, that we get to uh, dig into and really hold on to as a, as a follower of Jesus. Um, that, you know, I now have access to the all-knowing God. I have access to a God that not only knows me inside and out, but has a desire to want to know me. Um, so I get to spend time with him or a desire for me to get to know him better um, and dig into yeah. to that relationship and find that place of home. And when things don't seem to be working out, my God is not surprised by this. So I could still find confidence. Mm-hmm. I could still find comfort and I could still find trust in, in him. And I think that's, that's my, yeah. I think if there was anything practical, I could pull out of all knowing God because that's pretty, in the clouds thinking, I think that's the piece. Like, mm-hmm. He's he's trustworthy. Yeah. He's not surprised. Yeah. yeah. What about you? Not surprised at all, man. Dude, final thoughts. First of all, Matthew 10, verse 30 is where it says, but even the hairs on your head are all numbered. That's what you were looking for or thinking about, Matthew 10, 30. Um, so yeah. I was right. And then I was Psalm, close. Yeah, yeah, you were close. And then Psalm 50, 11 says, I know all the birds of the hill and all that moves in the field is mine. Uh, Last verse I'll share is that Hebrews 4.13 says, And no creature is hidden from his sight, but all are naked and exposed to his eyes, to whom we must give account. And, um, you know, man, we like foreshadowed that uh, Alpha and Omega, beginning and end. And like, one day we'll stand before God and we'll give account of what God already knew of our lives, you know? And um, you and I have hope when it, knowing that because we we know Jesus will will be our intercessor in that moment, and and Jesus's sacrifice is going to cover us in that moment. But we also want to live in a way that is pleasing to God um, in the here and now, you know, as much as we can and as much as we can through His power. Do that, um, but yeah, man, like it's it's good to know that God knows everything, I think, because uh, once you do that, it's like, oh, he knows everything and still he chooses to be in relationship with us. Like, he actually cares about us. He still loves us. Like, it's just, it's just another reason to believe, like, God actually loves me, you know, and not just like, God loves everybody. That's true. But like, God loves me. Like he actually cares about me. He knows all the things about me. He knows there's maybe there's billions of people in the world. Sure. He knows the number of hairs on my head. I don't know that, but I can believe he knows it because he made all of us. He made everything. And then over and above that, man, like he wants to have relationship with me, like you were saying. And I think that's the awesome part. So, 
Um, yeah, man, I guess that's my final thought. And, uh, and hey, we found Matthew 1030. We got it. We nailed it. So we can, uh, we'll put that in the notes and it's official. It's official. Dude, we're just two normal dudes trying to live this Jesus life. Sometimes we get it right. That's right. Sometimes we get it wrong. Sometimes we stay on task and sometimes we don't. Um, but if nothing else, we try to love Jesus better every day. I actually saw a church say, um, they had it on their wall because we're in the middle of building out a, a facility for Hill City. So I'm looking at all these pictures. But yeah. It said, love God more and love more people instead of love God, love people. Mm. That's, a, that's a good word. Yeah. Um, and I'll end you with this. That is not spiritual by any sense of the imagination. But someone once told me mm. women aren't funny. And I just want to prove them wrong. Uh, I text Andrew's wife and I said, Andrew said he would like to take more bedroom meetings, <laughs> hoping you could help with that. Her response, I'm sorry, what now? Andrew, of course, defend himself, jump in and goes, LOL, did not at all. Uh, and then Jana jumps in and says, he sent me to Costco to buy him extra large office nuts. I'm hoping <laughs> these two things aren't related. Come on, that's funny. That is funny. I didn't even see that till now. That's so funny. She's hilarious, man. My buddy, my friend, as always. Good to hang with you. Good to talk Jesus with you. Good to see you. Good to make jokes. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for listening to our show. It really means a lot to us, and we hope that it helps bring you closer in your relationship with Jesus and with other people. And it also helps us out if you rate our podcast or leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening on. You can also follow us on Instagram and the Facebook. Now, sharing this with your friends isn't just to get the word out of the podcast. We believe that we have the message of hope that's found in the gospel of Jesus Christ. And you sharing this has the ability to transform the lives of the people around you. We want to hear from you. You can email us at hello at thisjesuslifepodcast.com. You can message us on Facebook and Instagram. Or you can just visit us at thisjesuslifepodcast.com. But seriously, thanks for listening.